0: الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد <laughs> am الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين الصلاة والسلام على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد قال الله تبارك وتعالى ولا تباشروهن وأنتم عاكفون في المساجد وقال تعالى إِنَّا أَنْزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةِ الْقَدْرِ وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا لَيْلَةُ الْقَدْرِ لَيْلَةُ الْقَدْرِ خَيْرٌ مِّنْ أَلْفِ شَهْرٍ وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من قام ليلة القدر إيماناً واحتساباً غُفِرَ لَهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِهِ أو كما قال عليه السلام صدق الله العظيم وبلغنا رَسُولُهُ النَّبِيُّ الْكَرِيمِ وَنَحْنُ عَلَى ذَلِكَ لَمِنَ الشَّاهِدِينَ وَشَاكِرِينَ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رُبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ رسائح الدروض شريف اللهم صلِّ على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد وبارِك وسلِّم Ya Rabbi salli wa sallim da'iman abada ala habibika khayri al-khalki kullihimi ammama My respected elders and dear brothers and all who are listening on the audio streaming Alhamdulillah suma alhamdulillah by the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Today we are witnessing the fourth Ramadan, the fourth Jum'ah of the month of Ramadan we are witnessing the fourth Friday, this Mubarak month. And this great month has come upon us very swiftly and it is departing very swiftly. From before Ramadan we were saying Ramadan is coming, it is coming, it is coming, and now we are saying it is going, it is going, it is going. So let us try to make the best of what is the rest of Ramadan whatever the rest of Ramadan is let's make the best of the rest of Ramadan and there are three fascinating aspects of Ramadan which I would like to mention briefly let us first reflect on the word Ramadan this is the one and only month in the Islamic calendar out of the 12 months that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned this month by name the fact that there are 12 months that Allah made mention in the Qur'an شُهُورِ اللَّهِ شَهْرًا فِي كِتَابِ اللَّهِ يَوْمَ خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضُ مِنْهَا The fact that there are 12 months was mentioned by Allah Subh'anaHu Ta'ala, it is mentioned in the Qur'an. But the only month that is mentioned by name in the Islamic months is the month of Ramadan. Allah SWT says in the Holy Qur'an, شَهْرُ رَمَضَانَ الَّذِي أُنزِلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنِ لِلنَّاسِ وَبَيِّنَاتٍ مِّنَ الهدا وَالْفُرْقَانِ شَهْرُ رَمَضَانِ The month of Ramadan. So this is the one month that is mentioned by name. And the name of Ramadan is also very fascinating what is the meaning of the word Ramadan? Ramadan? Ramadan in the Arabic language, the root letters, refers to burning of something, something getting burned. It refers to something that is very scorching hot. It refers to a furnace that if anything is put in there, like if we take the raw material, and we place it inside a furnace, then the furnace will burn out. All the unnecessary parts of it, all the residue will burn out and what will, left, what will be left behind is a pure product. For example, we see with gold, gold is placed inside a furnace, and it is subjected to very high temperatures and all the residual matter burns out in the furnace and when the gold emerges out of the furnace then it is absolutely pure gold, pure. It has gone through the process of the furnace which removed all the residual matter and it left behind pure gold. So Ramadan actually is a furnace and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put us the believers through the furnace of Ramadan. There's a fasting, we feel the pangs of hunger when we are fasting. So and we feel a burning sensation in the stomach. So this is also a kind of a furnace that we're going through. Our bodies go through tiredness in the month of Ramadan. We're standing in salat Tarawi over an hour a day extra from what we normally do in our other five salahs a day. And then come the last ten nights of Ramadan in which we are to exert ourselves much more in Ibadah and worship than even the first ten days, twenty days. The last ten days are days of extreme exertion. Our beloved Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, it is mentioned regarding him, When the last ten days of Ramadan entered, he would exert himself in these ten days more than all the other days of Ramadan. This was a period of intensive exertion in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in acts of ibadah. It is said with regard to Nabi Kareem that when the last ten days of Ramadan arrive, إذا دخلوا الاشر العواخر شد ميزره wa أهله ليله. When these ten days would arrive, then Nabi karim sallallahu alayhi شد He would tighten his loin clocks. There are different interpretations. In English, we use the expression "tighten your belts," which means that you exert yourself more. And واستيقظ. He would stay up. All the night, the whole night. He would awaken his family people, his wives, his children. He would awaken them, alerting them to the importance of these last ten nights of Ramadan. And, he used to be up the whole night in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how the last ten nights of Ramadan were spent in intense worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are in that period now, my dear friends. And it is a time for exerting ourselves to the maximum. So, and let us notice one fact here. Now I want to point this out quite emphatically, that when they speak about the exertion of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, In the last ten nights of Ramadan, it's not mentioned that he only exerted himself in the odd nights of Ramadan. It refers to all of the last ten nights. All of the last ten nights. We have a tendency that in the odd nights, we are, mashallah, trying to do our best, but then we go a bit slack on the even nights. No, even on the even nights. Even on the even nights we should be exerting ourselves to to our best. These are the days to make it happen. If we don't make it happen now, my dear friends, we're going to have to wait for another 350 days. Let us not lose out on the opportunity. Tonight, we've missed, or two nights have passed. Allah whatever we have done, Allah accepts. But if we found that we were lacking, then let's try to make good and cover up insha'Allah in from tonight onwards, being an odd night tonight, 23rd. And then there are still four flights left to catch inshallah of Laylatul Qadr. Get on board and don't miss these flights inshallah. Because if you want Laylatul Qadr, Allahu Akbar. We cannot equate that to anything in the world. Imagine one night and the generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a reward. People say, you know, Laylatul Qadr is equal to a thousand months of ibadah. That's wrong. That statement needs to be corrected. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala did not say in the Quran that Laylatul Qadr is equal to a thousand months. He said, خير al-Sishar. It is greater than and better than a thousand months of ibadah. Allah. In school, when we do arithmetic, then you get an equal sign and you get a lesser than, and you get a greater than sign. Here it's not an equal sign, it's a greater than sign. How much greater? That is in the knowledge of Allah. You could give somebody much, much more than that, depending on the level of dedication, devotion, sacrifice, you know, the fervor fervor that a person displays, the multiplication of reward will happen. And of course, the division of the sins and the minusing of sins and the adding of occasion of rewards will happen from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So we are in this very crucial part of this month. Before we know, it's going to be next Juma, and that's going to be the last Friday of the month, my dear friends. Let's try to make the best in whatever is left now. These rest of the days of Ramadan, we make the best of it insha'Allah ta'ala. So yes, I was mentioning earlier on, that Ramadan is the furnace. And what is the purpose of a furnace? The purpose of a furnace is to burn out all the residual matter. We are going through the furnace of Ramadan. This is the last part of the furnace now, these 10 days. And in this period, everything, All the residual matter will be burnt out, inshaAllah. All sins will be, and all bad habits and bad qualities will be burnt out, and we will emerge from Ramadan like pure gold, inshaAllah. All the bad ways, bad qualities, bad. Habits, bad conduct, bad mannerism, all of that is supposed to be burnt out in the furnace of Ramadan. Remember, Ramadan is not just a mindless exercise, it's not a mindless exercise, it's just staying hungry and staying awake. It's not that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala desires a much greater and higher objective out of the month of Ramadan and that is what allah subhanahu mentions in the very outset in the verses related to ramadan in surah al-baqarah where allah subhanahu tala mentions ya ayyuhalladhina amanu kutiba al siyam kama kutiba ladhina min qablikum la'allakum allah the objective of ramadan is mentioned at the outset o oh, believers we are not putting you through this just so that you must stay hungry and stay awake and you gain nothing out of it or you just get some sawab out of it sawab is a great thing but it's not only for the sawab that we are fasting in the month of ramadan there is a greater and a much higher and a much nobler outcome that allah desires out of this month of ramadan from us so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says o believers Fasting was made compulsory upon you. And ladina min قَبْلِكُمْ Don't feel you are the only ones that are fasting and you have this big, you know, responsibility, and this month-long fast that you have to carry out. No! ladina min Nations of the past also were made to fast by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The nations of the past also had to fast. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then says, that look what i'm going to give you look what's going to be the reward look what's going to be the outcome <laughs> that if you do it the right way and you do it correctly then the outcome is going to be tremendous what is going to be the outcome you will develop within you the quality of taqwa that taqwa which allah Subhanahu Taala speaks about in many verses of the holy quran ya ayyuhalladhina amantu taqullaha ya ayyuhalladhina amantu taqullaha ya ayyuhalladhina amantu taqullaha how many verses in the quran allah speaks about the importance of acquisition of taqwa one ayat allah subhanahu mentioned in one ayat twice ya ayyuhalladhina amantu taqullaha wa ltanthur nafsum ma qaddamat wa taqullaha إِنَّ اللَّهَ Allahu <laughs> Akbar in a single verse the command is repeated twice of ittaqullah Our believers acquire taqwa develop within you the quality of taqwa and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is helping us in the fulfillment of this order through the fasting of Ramadan Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says you fast properly and you pass through this month Ramadan as you are supposed to pass through this month of Ramadan, then Perhaps you will acquire that quality of taqwa. May Allah grant us all, my dear friends, a full measure of taqwa. I know we fast into our Ameen is very soft, but let us say another loud Ameen insha'Allah. Allah grant us all highest levels of taqwa. Masha'Allah. This uh, taqwa, it's not an ordinary word it is a very heavy word it is a very loaded word it's a very important words and this is what ramadan is all about to acquire the taqwa and what is taqwa taqwa as i mentioned earlier is fasting in ramadan is not a mindless exercise in fact on the contrary it is to create a mindset it creates a mindset and what is that mindset the mindset of taqwa a taqwa is a term, a word that has got a lot of manifestations. Taqwa is manifested through many beautiful attributes and qualities. All of these attributes and qualities constitute taqwa. For example, one of the attributes or qualities that that is a constituent part of taqwa is Ihsan. Allah Consciousness. Is if you've got taqwa, it means that you've got one constituent part of taqwa is Ihsan. You've got Ihsan, you've got Allah Consciousness. One constituent part of taqwa is sabr and Patience. This is a constituent part of taqwa. One of the constituent parts of taqwa is Shukr and Gratitude to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala. One of the constituent parts of taqwa is Generosity and Big-heartedness. As we find, with our beloved Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that, he was the most generous of all people in the world. But when the month of Ramadan came, then he would be even more generous than the fast blowing winds. In other words, there was no limit to his generosity in the month of Ramadan. Allah Akbar, what an amazing quality, the quality of generosity. May Allah imbue us with all of these beautiful attributes and qualities. This quality of generosity. as min Allah, qareemun min al min al-jannah, baidu min anna. Nabi Karim sallallahu speaks about the generosity, what a beautiful quality. The one who is generous is close to Allah. And he is close to the people. And he is close to Jannah. And he is far removed from fire of hell. And the opposite holds for the one who does not have the quality of generosity, but in fact he has the opposite of generosity, what is called miserliness. Then, وَالْبَخِيلُ the miser الْبَخِيلُ بَعِيدٌ مِنَ اللَّهُ بَعِيدٌ مِنَ الْنَّاسِ بَعِيدٌ مِنَ الْجَنَّةِ قَرِيبٌ مِنَ النار. the opposite host, true the بَخِيل the miserly person he is far away from Allah he is far away from the people he is far away from Jannah and he's close to fire of hell may allah save us from these evil attributes and imbue us with a beautiful attribute and imbue us with a beautiful remember the sunnah of nabi kareem sallallahu not just actions and deeds but it is also the qualities and attributes of the heart to have those attributes and qualities that nabi karim sallallahu wa possessed he was and he was embodiment of generosity so we should also become embodiments of generosity and we see this today my dear friends amongst the arab people allah akbar Till today they have this amazing quality of generosity especially in ramadan you'll find that they out they try to outdo each other in spending generously feeding people and providing meals and spending on the poor and the needy There are people that walk around with thick stacks of notes and you see them just distributing to anyone who comes and they just give it out. May Allah in us with these beautiful qualities. The quality of patience is another beautiful quality that comes as a constituent part of taqwa is the quality of sabr and patience. Ramadan has come to develop that quality in us in perfection. We must have patience, Uh, patience entails tolerance and forgiveness, forgiving people, being tolerant towards people. But it is a very sad reality that we find, that sometimes a person is fasting and let alone patience and tolerance, the opposite effect happens now. He tends to become even more angry, more aggressive, more moody and people are afraid of even going near him. Allahu Akbar! What what did we achieve with the fast? If the making us, instead of making us, develop the quality of taqwa, and one component of taqwa, of patience and tolerance, the opposite is happening, that we are becoming angry, we're becoming aggressive, we're becoming moody, and then Allah forgive us, on top of that, we're losing our temper, we're blowing our fuses, we're blowing our fuses, and then we also resorting to using foul language in the month of Ramadan. Ya Allah! And sometimes even non-Muslim people, we give such a poor impression of our Islam and our Iman and our deen to them, that we they say, Lani is fasting today, stay far from me." Ya Allah! They're supposed to say, you know what, now he's supposed to be in the, he's in the best month of, of their religion and he's supposed to be in the best frame of mind. But they say, he just stay away. How is this now, dear friend? We're missing something. And then we're angry, moody. And we're showing that anger The whole. Man is angry with his wife, he's angry with his children. At work, he's angry with his employees. In the, in the masjid, is angry with his fellow musalli. In the car park, tempers are flaring. Ya Allah! That means that we have missed out something very important of Ramadan. Never mind, we got a week left. Let's try to take out the weakness into this week. Whatever weaknesses we have. Gave a beautiful talk last night in which Mufti sahab spoke about focusing on our weaknesses as we're coming to an end of Ramadan and even to the extent of writing it down and making notes of it that this is my weakness, this is my failing, this is my shortcoming and I need to work on these things. My friends, if we are able to do that, even if we did not achieve The full outcome and result in Ramadan. But insha'Allah, we're on the track now, and we will build up on what we achieved in Ramadan, and we will consolidate the gains of Ramadan after Ramadan, insha'Allah. If we concentrate on the fact that we have weaknesses, and in this week, this week that's left, let's look at what weakness we have in us, and try to remove the weaknesses in this coming week, insha'Allah. That too would be an achievement, inshaAllah. So my dear friends, as the month is now coming to an end, these qualities are supposed to grow stronger in us. And also, it is a time for repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because now the deadline is looming. The amnesty period was open for 30 days and we had amnesty given to us and we were asked to submit our application in this amnesty period. And those that submitted in the amnesty period, then no questions asked. The application is gone through. We know when it comes to the revenue services, SARs, from time to time, amnesty is also declared. So that if you find that you're falling out of the net, or you are non-compliant, you want to get back on part of compliance, so you don't have, you do not running into trouble all the time. So they give you a amnesty period and you put your, but provided it is in the, in the, within the amnesty period. If you miss that and you just ignore that deadline and the deadline passes, no, then you are going to go through the rigorous process. Allah ta'ala has given us this one month of amnesty and let us put our application in before it is too late. We've got the last few days left. Put the, submit the application. This is the application of forgiveness. Like we may have, you know, fallen foul of the law with regards to our tax matters and now we want to regularize it. We may have fallen fo- foul of Allah's orders throughout our life and now we want to regularize it and put it right and we want to seek forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the past and we want to make some strong and solid intentions and resolutions for the future that as of now I am going to lead a life of righteousness and piety and obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and I'm going to give up a life of heedlessness and forgetfulness and disobedience and rebellion against Allah's orders. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this opportunity for this amnesty and to submit the application of Tawbah. This is that. Application of Tawbah that we are putting in. O oh Allah, accept my Tawbah. And forgive my past sins. And reform my future. This is the essence of Tawbah. And we are now in that period of, of consolidating our Tawbah. We did make Tawbah from the beginning of Ramadan. We kept asking Allah for forgiveness for our sins. But before this one concludes, let it be. That it concludes on such a matter, on such a note, that all our sins are completely forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when we emerge out of Ramadan, it must be like how a newborn child emerges from the womb of the mother, sinless or sin free. Sin free. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let it be. As it is, Ramadan is the ninth month in the Islamic calendar. This is also some something of significance to note. Ramadan is the ninth month in the Islamic calendar and what happens after nine months? The childbirth happens. So this is a spiritual birth. After the ninth month, we have a spiritual birth. And what should happen after that spiritual birth? We should come out like the newborn child, sin free. All sins forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We conclude, my dear friend, may Allah in His infinite mercy and grace, accept all our Ibana that we have done thus far. And we will do right to the end. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive all our sins. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rectify our condition. May Allah imbue us with beautiful qualities and attributes. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept the adikaf of the mootakifin, the umrah of the mootamireen. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant every Muslim man, woman, and child to witness Laylatul Qadr this Ramadan. Wa akhiru da'wanan alhamdulillah.